0: Hey friends, happy Thursday and welcome back to another episode of The Bible's Babies in Business podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about comparison, which is a huge conversation, talking about comparing your business to somebody else's, comparing your success, your timeline, the content that you're posting, even comparing your marriage, your income and your motherhood. I mean, comparison really bleeds into every area of our life and to be honest, Comparison is a distraction method that the enemy uses to keep us from the calling that God has over our lives. So today, we are gonna be going through four tips to overcome comparison so that you can carry out your calling. We're gonna do a Bible study breakdown in First Samuel, and I'm gonna be sharing a story about a recent conversation that Lucas and I had just last weekend about comparison because friend, I am not immune to this. I am human just like you. I wrestle with comparison. So this episode is just as much for me as it is for you. Grab your Bibles and let's do it. Hey, mama welcome to bibles babies and business are you ready to start an online biz quit your nine to five and stay home with your kids are you up late at night googling online business ideas how to market myself and how to get my first paying client do you have lots of ideas but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward hey there i'm cami i'm a christian a wife and a soon-to-be mom a few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby and let's build your business because you were made for this. So this weekend, Lucas and I did a lot of driving. We were with my family in the Omaha Council Bluffs area for a while here in Nebraska and then we took like a two and a half hour drive Back to Lucas's hometown. So we had a lot of like time and opportunity to talk and discuss. And I love chatting with my husband. He is so full of wisdom. He's my soundboard. He is, he just, he, the Lord always speaks to me through my husband. And this last weekend, we were having the conversation around comparison um, and also jealousy. And the reality is that Lucas and I's life looks drastically different than the people around us. So you know we got married really young. we didn't have very much money at all. Uh, it, it felt kind of like a struggle like like a financial struggle. Uh, for several years, struggling to be able to afford to to move out of our apartment and move into a house, especially when everybody else around us was, was buying houses. We struggled to grow our family when everybody around us is having babies and getting pregnant. Literally every time you go on Facebook, there's a new announcement. Um, we're growing our family through adoption, which is not the average way that people tend to grow their families. I work from home as a business owner, um, which a lot of times people think that that's just me staying home while my husband goes to work. I mean like our life just like we just look different and and I'm certainly not complaining. Um, but our just our life looks different. And so when we look at the people around us and compare our lives to those around us, it can be easy for us to, Experience jealousy and allow that comparison to snowball into a pity party and just thinking that things are going all wrong when they're actually not. And and it's just this, it's like I said, it's a snowball effect. And so this weekend, we were talking about this. We were talking about how, you know, we have both experienced seasons or moments of comparison that leads to jealousy of the people around us because our lives just look so much different. And Again, I love having conversations with my husband because there's just so much wisdom there. But I ended up telling Lucas that my biggest fear is to get to the end of my life, to have my one-on-one meeting with Jesus, as we all will when we die. And in that meeting with Jesus, realizing that I didn't accomplish the calling that God had for my life. Like, that's my biggest fear fear I I don't want to miss out on all the things that God has for me because I'm too busy comparing my life to somebody else's I believe that God has a unique and amazing and big plan for my life that he's doing a new thing in me and in Lucas and in us and our marriage and our family and our my business and Lucas's career and if we are spending our time getting caught up in comparison We're going to miss out on all the things that God has for us. And so we were having this conversation and it just felt so appropriate that this is the topic of today's episode because the reality is everybody struggles with comparison. It's not just me. It's not just Lucas. It's not just you, but but everybody. And I would venture to say that especially business owners on social media struggle with comparison because social media is a breeding ground comparison. People only share the highlight reel. And so people get it in their minds when they're they're flipping through social media, when they're scrolling, which is why I I very highly uh, would warn somebody against scrolling on Instagram. Go back to my last episode if you want to hear a little pep talk on scrolling. But when you're scrolling through Instagram and you're only seeing the highlight reel, it is so easy to compare yourself to a false narrative and then become jealous or go into this false belief that somehow your life isn't turning out the way that it's supposed to be just because it doesn't look like Sally Sue on Instagram. And so let's talk about that today because I know that it's affecting not only my life, but everybody else's. It affects the way we show up in our businesses, in our marriages, in our motherhood, in just our life. So let's talk about it. So I want you to turn your Bibles to 1 Samuel Eight verses four. Let me give you just a little bit of context as to what's happening here before we then go into reading the scripture. So Israel here is going to Samuel, who is a prophet of the Lord. He is a very highly respected man and leader within Israel at that time. And if you're not familiar with what the word prophet means, it means that the Lord speaks to this man and the man then turns around and gives the message from the Lord to the people. So Samuel is definitely in a place of like high, high regard at this point. And so Israel, the community goes to Samuel and they ask for a king. Now let's go into the scripture. I'm going to start in at verse five. So this is the elders of Israel speaking to Samuel. And they said, give us a king to judge us like all the other nations have. Now, I really want to pinpoint right there the section where it says, like all the other nations have. How many of us are looking at what everybody else has, whether that's a new house, a baby, a thriving business, whatever it is, and saying, God, give me the thing like you've given to everybody else. I know that that's at least what my prayers have sounded like. And I would venture to say that that's probably not too far off from either your thoughts or your prayers. Lord, give me the thing that you're giving everybody else. Give me the business success. Give me the clients. Give me, you know, the baby. If if you're me and you're maybe you and your spouse are going through infertility, just like we are, Lord, give me the thing that you are giving everybody else. So that is point number one I wanted to make. The verse goes on in in verse six, Samuel was displeased with their request and went to the Lord for guidance. Do everything they say to you, the Lord replied, for they are rejecting me, not you. They don't want me to be their king any longer. Ever since I brought them from Egypt, they have continually abandoned me and followed other gods. And now they are giving you the same treatment. Do as they ask, but solemnly warn them about the way a king will reign over them. So the people are going to Samuel, asking him to to give them a king which they don't need god did not tell them that they needed a king but because they were looking at every other nation which by the way they were comparing themselves to nations that were not submitted to god like israel is god's chosen people which means that they like they should they should feel so confident that they are God's chosen people. And yet they are looking at every other nation who are not God's chosen people and comparing themselves to other nations and thinking that they need a king just because everybody else has one. So if I don't know about you, but I can relate to that. So they go to Samuel, they ask him for a king. Samuel goes to God and says, God, they want a king. Like, what do you want me to do here? And God says, go ahead. You know what? If they want a king, go ahead and give it to them. They don't even want, they don't want me to be their king anymore. Give them a king, but but warn them about what's going to happen if you give them a king. And so Samuel goes back to the people and says, if you want a king, we'll like you can have a king, but let me just tell you all the bad things that are about to happen if you go through with this. So he just went through, we're not going to read that passage, but he just went through and he explained all the bad things that are going to happen if they go through with this due to comparison. And starting in at verse 19 through 20, one little last passage, and then let's dissect this. But the people refused to listen to Samuel's warning. Even so, we still want a king, they said. We want to be like the nations around us. Our king will judge us and lead us into battle. Okay, let's break this down. So Israel wanted a king, but, but not because God was telling them that they needed a king. They wanted a king because they were comparing themselves to the nations around them, which is so much like humans today wanting something, not because God said that they needed it in that season, but because everybody else is getting it. So God, I must need it too. And remember the other nations that Israel was comparing themselves to, those nations were not God's chosen people. Israel was. So imagine being God's chosen people as Israel was. Like, this is like the highest title anybody could have. And instead of rejoicing in that calling, instead of rejoicing in being God's chosen people, you wanted to demote yourself to a lesser place because you were insecure about not looking like every other nation around you. Like, imagine that for a moment because that's what Israel is doing right here. And how many of us are demoting ourselves from the high position that God has called us to because we are caught in comparison to those around us. How many people are living outside of their calling because they are stuck in comparison? Too many, too many people, friend. So let's go through four steps to overcome comparison so that you can carry out your God-given calling. So step number one, you have to get clear on what your calling actually is. What is your assignment? What are you put here to do? You need vision. The reason why you need vision, you need to understand your calling is because if you don't understand it, then you will be looking to other people to tell you what it is that you should be doing here on this planet. Here's the thing. Vision. Your calling, your assignment cannot come from another human being. It has to come from the Lord. And I want to read to you a few verses here that back this up. Jeremiah 1, 5. I knew you before. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Contrary to the pro-abortion movement that we're seeing right now here on the news. Let's just go ahead and bring in something that's recently happening right now on the news. Contrary to whatever message the pro-abortion movement is telling you, you were put here on purpose for a purpose. You were not an accident. You were not a choice. The Lord said, I knew you before 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 I formed you in your mother's womb, and before you were born, I set you apart. Jeremiah 29 11 also says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. So if you have, friend, maybe the spiritual gift of teaching and God has called you to coach and start the coaching business, I'm guessing that's why you're here listening to this podcast in the first place, then I invite you to come to the free Convert More Clients workshop on July 18th, where we're going to go through exactly how to discover our God-given gifts so that we can then turn it into a successful online coaching business. Imagine for a moment if every single person that God called to start the business, actually was obedient and did the thing, how much different would our world look? How many lives would you transform, would people transform through their clients if they were obedient to the calling that God gave them? If they were clear on the calling and then obedient to it. So if you are listening to this and you're like, well I just I feel God calling me to start the business, then come join the free Convert More Clients workshop. It is on July 18th. We're going to go through so many things. I'll I'll tell you about that here a little bit at the end of the episode, but scroll down in the show notes, save your seat if you want to learn how to discover your God-given gifts so that you can turn those God-given gifts into an online coaching business. So that's step number one. You have to get clear on what your calling is. Step number two, once you are clear on your calling, you you understand your assignment now. You need to write it down and refer back to it often. It is not enough to just know what your assignment is and keep it up in your head. Habakkuk 2.2 says, Then the Lord said to me, write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. In other words, once you get clear on your calling, once you are clear on the assignment, once you are clear on the vision that God has given you, write it down. So that you can understand the correct message, not the compared message, not the conflicted message because everybody else is doing it differently on Instagram. So you can carry the correct message. Write it down so you don't forget. So that when you are comparing yourselves to someone else on Instagram and you start to get sidetracked, you start just doing what they're doing because it looks like it's working for them, you can be reminded of your calling. Some of you may even need to like write down the vision, take a picture of it, and has it, have it like as your home screen on your phone so that every time you open up your phone and every time you open up your phone to go to Instagram to compare yourself to another person, you first see the assignment that God has given you. That's point number two. Once you are clear in your calling and you understand your assignment, write it down and refer back to it often. Point number three, or step number three, get in community with people who are submitted to the Lord who will help to sharpen you and help you to remember your calling when you are getting stuck in comparison. This is a like a formal invitation. I have invited like several, several times. And I will continue to invite, come join my Facebook community, come join the free convert more clients workshop. These are, this is, these are completely free opportunities to get in community with other women who are on a similar path as you. Some of you have listened to this podcast for weeks or maybe even months, and you still haven't joined our free Facebook community. Like it is free. There's no reason not to join friend the reason why community is so important and i i honestly reject rejected this for a long time because i'm a little bit of an independent worker like i don't love group work. I love to just like put my head down and like do my own thing, you know, which, you know, has a time and a place and a season. But I I feel like I rejected community for a while because I didn't really see the true value in it. But the reason why community is so important is so that when you start to compare yourself because you will because you're a human being, welcome. There's like billions of us. When you start to compare yourself to others, your business to others, comparing your motherhood to others, comparing your marriage to others, and you start to doubt your calling, the community around you that is also submitted to the Lord can help you snap out of that comparison and affirm your calling and point you back to Jesus. Community is not optional. And if you don't want to find community online, like, fine, then don't find a community online, like, but go find somewhere. Go find some community to plug into that they can sharpen you. Iron sharpens iron as like a friend sharpens another. I think I said that backwards. But anyway, you know, the verse I'm talking about community is not optional. It is a command from the Bible. So that is point number three. Get in community with other people who are submitted to the Lord. Do not join a community that is not submitted to the Lord. That is going to be joining the wrong community. That is going to be seeking advice and wisdom from the wrong people. Please don't do that. Please find a... Christ-led, a God-led, a faith-filled community and get plugged into it so that the people in there can sharpen you and you can sharpen them and you guys can support each other and help each other to remember the calling that God has over your life. Okay, so that's number three. Number four, this is our last step to overcoming comparison so that you can live out your calling. You need to put your blinders on. You're following too many people on Instagram. You're, you are, okay? I'm just going to say it. There is no reason, no reason at all for a human being to follow a thousand people on Instagram. And I'm probably, I, I don't even know how many people I follow on Instagram. I'm probably like <laughs> breaking my own rule here. But there, why, why do we have a thousand people that we're following? Unfollow them. Mute them. The mute button is a beautiful thing on Instagram. If you don't want to unfollow somebody because maybe you know them in real life, you can just mute them. They have no idea. The bottom line is that not everybody should have the ability to speak into your life. Why are we giving so many people access to ourselves? Stop following so many people. Stop scrolling. The scrolling is really where comparison comes from, friend. We have to put our blinders on. We have to receive the assignment, write the assignment down, get in in community, love about words, Get into community with other people who are submitted to the Lord, who will affirm and encourage and support the calling that God has over your life. And we have to put our blinders on. We start comparing ourselves to others when we look up from the assignment that we have. So let's stop. It was not a community business meeting that everybody was invited to when God gave you the calling. It was you and the Lord. So why are we letting everybody else speak into it? Okay, let's just do a quick overview of these four steps to break off comparison so that you can live in your God-led calling. Number one, get clear on the calling. You cannot walk out a calling that you are not clear in. And Your calling will only come from the Lord. Please stop looking to other people to tell you what you're supposed to be doing with your life. The only one that knows what you're supposed to be doing with your life is the one who made you and made life in the first place. So you need to get clear on your calling, on your assignment, on your vision. Number two, you need to write that down. And that's biblical. That's a biblical command. Do not keep it up in your head because you're going to forget it and you're going to compare yourself to others. You need to write it down and refer back to it often. Number three, get into a God-led community that will help you stay committed to your assignment and avoid getting sidetracked by comparison and going down the wrong path. And number four, put your blinders on. Again, like I just mentioned, God did not call all your friends, all your family, and all your Instagram followers together into a business meeting when he gave you your calling. You need to have a select few, a select few people to seek Wise counsel from, and those people need to be submitted to the Holy Spirit. We see stories in the Bible of what happens when people ask for advice from the wrong people, and it is a hot mess express and absolute train wreck. Let's not repeat that, okay? Let's not repeat those things in the Bible that we see when people ask advice from the wrong person. This is again another reason to get into a godly community because when you're looking for people to seek wise counsel from, you need to be seeking again counsel from people who are submitted to the Lord. And a great place to find that is inside of my Facebook community where we are submitted to the Lord here. Friend, if God has called you, Okay. We've been talking about callings this entire episode, whatever it is that God's called you to do. If he's called you to be a stay at home mom, if he's called you to start your online coaching business and do kingdom work through your business while you're also doing kingdom work in your home with your kids, then I want to invite you to join the free, completely free. This costs you $0. Convert More Clients Workshop. We're going to go through how to discover your God-given gifts so you can get clear on your assignment and then turn it into a profitable online coaching business so that you can quit your nine-to-five job and stay home with your kids. We're going to get clear on your ideal client, your niche, your messaging. I'm going to teach you how to create an irresistible offer, how to connect with your ideal clients on Instagram without comparing yourself to others, without scrolling. And we're going to learn how to make consistent sales without any icky, sleazy, or weird sales tactics, okay? Weird sales tactics are not included in this workshop, I promise you. Essentially, friend, I'm going to show you how to sign your next five coaching clients in the next 60 days or less, even if you don't have a whole lot of extra time to work on your business. There have already been several, several, several women who have signed up, which makes me so excited. I cannot wait to see everybody there, but I want to make sure that I see you there. We're going to have, a again, the free workshop training on Monday, July 18th. We're going to have prizes, community. It's going to be recorded if you're not able to join live, but you, you should still be saving your seat. There's really no reason not to join. So I want you to go to the link in my show notes where there will be a link there that says the free Convert More Clients workshop. Click on that link. It'll take you 15 seconds to save your seat. You can also go to slash free workshop. Cammy Wilkie is spelled C A M I E W I L K E. And I will see you there. We are less than two weeks away. I think it's actually 11. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, by the time you hear this, this I think this is 11 days away, friend, and I want you to be there. I love you and I'll see you next time. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bible's Babies and Business Podcast. If you learned something from today's episode or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here, and I pray that God will fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business, because you were made for this.